0: Chapter five of History of England in Words of One Syllable. This is a LibriVox recording. All Librivox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Catherine Phipps. History of England in Words of One Syllable by Helen W. Pearson. Chapter five. Canute and the Danish Kings. Canute was a wise man and did some good acts in his reign, but he did not spare his foes he felt a fear of all who were kin to the late king and had most of them slain he who shall bring me the head of one of my foes shall be dear to me as my own blood he said and you may be sure there were those who were swift to do his will he sent the two boys the sons of edmund out of the land to sweden the king of sweden was a kind man and he brought them up with love and care canute wed the wife of the dead king the fair norman girl who did not seem to mourn for one she had lost as canute grew old he grew more kind and did not shed blood as at first he went to rome in a pilgrim's dress to pray for his sins he brought back some of the good laws of king Alfred's time and built once more some of the schools which had been burnt in the war and sent some young men to rome to learn in the schools there a tale is told of king canute that as he took his walk on the sea shore one day the lords of the court sought to please him by praise they told him how great he was and wise and good that the winds and the waves must do as he said canute heard all this for some time then he said bring me a chair i want to rest he sat down on the chair just where the tide would come in and as the waves crept on him more and more he said to the sea i bid you not to let your waves wet my feet of course the waves went on and rose so high that the king was wet with them then he stood up and said learn from what you see now that there is no one great but god he who made the sea and holds it in his hand can tell it where or when to stop canute left three sons swain harold and hardy canute the last was the child of his norman wife he had been king of denmark and norway as well as england and he left england to harold but the Saxons said they would have hardy canute for their king or one of the sons of the unready who were in normandy you know they were the sons too of emma the norman wife of canute but she did not seem to care for them she gave all her love to hardy canute her last born so when prince edward came with some men to claim the crown he found he had a friend in her, and was glad to get back with his life. Prince Alfred did not have as good luck for in the dead of night when he and his men slept, they were set on by the king's troops. They were then drawn out in a line and slain, save each tenth man who was kept as a slave. Poor Prince Alfred had his clothes torn off and was bound fast to his horse and sent out to the Isle of Ely, where his eyes were put out and death came to his help at last harold was king for four years he was fond of the hunt and could run so fast that he was known as harold harefoot hardy canute then was king for a short time and then came edward who was as you know a son of the unready he is known as the confessor a name the monks gave him he was the tool of his friends and let bad men rule him His home had been in normandy so long that he was more fond of that land than he was of england he brought hosts of norman friends with him and they saw what a fair land england was good for corn and wheat and how the woods were full of deer and there was great wealth in the towns so they thought they would try and get this good place for their duke when edward was dead their duke came to see edward and to get him to say he would leave the crown to him as he had no son now there was a young prince by the name of edgar who was next of kin to edward so that he had no right to say that he would give his throne to a norman duke the english did not like to see the normans get all the best things and to hear the norman tongue on all sides edward did one good thing in his reign he found the laws in a sad state some parts of the land kept danish law and some parts had the saxon so he had wise men to meet and read all these laws and take the best and put them in one book so that all the folks could read and know them and all have the same laws edward had made the child of earl godwin his wife but though she was good and fair and kind he did not treat her with love so the earl and his sons did all they could to stir up the folks to strife and to make them hate the king and the normans he had brought in then the king grew more and more harsh with his wife who had won the heart of the folks by her kind ways he took all her gold and gems from her and sent her to a house where the nuns dwelt and left her with but one maid to wait on her there she was kept as if she were in jail he sent earl godwin and his sons out of england and brought william duke of normandy to his court william was a brave man fond of a fine horse and dogs and arms so he was glad to come and all the normans met him with joy but the old earl godwin though he was not at home had spies there and knew how the folks felt he thought the time was now ripe for his own son to have a chance for his son was english and had hosts of friends so he came with a fleet up the thames and crowds met him with cheers at last the norman friends of the king took fright and made the best of their way out of england the king had to give back to earl godwin all his lands the good queen was brought out of her jail and sat once more in her chair of state in her grand robes and gems but the earl Godwin did not live long he fell dead in a fit on the third day from the time he had won his cause his son harold took his place and his wealth and fought well for the king when edward the confessor was dead the duke of normandy set up a claim to the throne of england he knew that Harold would fight for this crown, so he thought it would be a good plan for him to give him one of his fair girls for his wife, so that he might bind him to his cause. So Harold was wed to Edel, and then he took an oath that he would aid the Duke. Then Harold went back to England and was made king at once. He had good cause to make haste. When the news came to the Duke of Normandy he was out on a hunt. He let the bow fall from his hands, and sent for all the great men of the land to talk with them the french said they would aid him and he sent word at once to harold that he must keep his oath and give up the crown then the duke of normandy set sail for england with ships full of men and made out to land in Sussex. harold made haste to march on them as he drew near he saw the gleam of their spears he saw too that there was one tall man who wore a blue robe and rode a fine horse as his gaze was on this form he saw the horse make a false step and throw the man to the ground who is that man he said to one of his chiefs the king of norway said the man he is a tall and grand king said harold but his end is near now there was one of his own blood who fought on the side of his foes and he sent word to him that if he would draw off his troops he would make him earl of northumberland with great wealth and what will he give to my friend the king of norway said the man seven feet of earth for a grave no more well as the king of norway is a tall man there may be some more ride back and tell king Harold to come on to the fight king Harold did give them such a fight that most of them were left dead on the field but as he kept the feast of joy at this he heard that the normans were in hastings he broke up the feast and made haste to london but it took him a week to get a force he sent spies to the norman camp and william led them through it all and sent them safe home the spies said these normans have no beards but are smooth in the face like priests you will find that these priests can fight said harold at last the normans and the english came front to front with the first dawn of day they met the english were on a hill with woods at their backs in their midst was the flag of their king on it wrought in gold thread and gems was the form of a knight in arms at the foot of this flag stood king harold round him still as the dead stood the english troops each man with his shield on him and his war-axe in his hand on the hill near was the force of the normans with their bows strung all at once the norman war-cry god help us burst from their lips the english gave back their own war-cry god's rude the english fought well though the norman darts fell on them like rain They cut down the horsemen as they rode up, like groves of young trees. At last Duke William made a feint, as though he would fly. The English gave chase, but then the foe sought to close in on them and slew them in crowds. The sun rose high and sank, and still the fight went on. The clash and din went on till night, and the white light of the moon shone on heaps of dead. King Harold was half blind from a dart that had struck his eye. Some Norman knights made a rush for the English flag, and the king fell with the death wound. The day was lost, and the Normans had won. This was known as the fight of Hastings. End of chapter 5